Hello and welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm your host, James, and I am joined by Matt. Hello. 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 It's nearly here. It's so close. The football uh, season. I know. Oh. Week on Friday. Yeah, and we've got a bit of football league action to look forward to this upcoming weekend. True, true. Should be a, quite a good one. See our teams start off. Yeah. Um, but this week we've got a load of predictions for you, but we're going to get some news done first. Um. Some bizarre ones coming out in this transfer window. Uh, Chelsea have signed Rob Green. Um, yeah, it happened. They got him on a free. He's going to be the backup to the backup to the backup to the backup. Um, I suppose next you'll be telling me Man United has signed Lee Grant during the World Cup to try and hide it. Um, I think that also happened. Ah, well, uh, there we go then. All... Rob Green is a terrible goalkeeper, <laughs> um, but there is some logic behind this. And Matt, I'll let you take the field oh. to explain why Chelsea and Man United have signed such bizarre goalkeepers. It's just for their English quota of players in their um, name squad at the start of the season, because you have to have a certain amount of English homegrown players in your squad, and Rob Green's going to be one of those numbers for Chelsea. There you go. There you go. So it's to meet with some rules. <laughs> wow. Um, it's a, a lot of people are d- dubbing this like the strangest transfer of all time. Nah, that's Rob Green going sense. to Chelsea. It makes sense. It, it does. When when you look at it in that, that side of things, it does make sense. But looking at it from an outside point of view, it does look pretty weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see why it looks weird, but... Yeah, got, it's a comical. I side thought thing. it was that straight off the bat, just for the English quota. So that's how I asked. Yeah, it's got to be something to do with that. Aye. But they've they've not lost any money. He's just going to sit on bench, yeah, keep it nice and. They'll have to give him a little signing on fee, so they'll, they'll have lost some money. And oh got yeah, to pay his but... wages, so they'll lose some more money. It's not. It's only Rob Green. He'll just be happy to still be playing. Well, sitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> um, on to some real news, anyway. Oh. Manchester United have approached Leicester City over a move, move for good old Slabhead from Leicester. They value Harry Maguire, also known as Slabhead, at around £65 million. Pounds, and that's how much they're prepared to spend on him. Um, obviously, Harry Maguire himself is keen to make the move happen. Because money, 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 money. <laughs> There's that, money. and the fact it's Manchester United, like it's a prestigious club, or was, however you want to look at yeah. it. Um, so the, you could see why he'd want to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's pretty much down to Leicester to let him leave because he's still he's only been there his season because he signed from Hull at the beginning of the last season. He's still got four years left yeah. on his deal, and as we know. Leicester like to hold on to those players like Mares. It's it's been a long one for Mares, so I imagine they're gonna draw this out quite a bit as well. Yeah. But one point I just want to throw at you. Yeah. Um is this a ploy 
to try and get Alderweireld cheaper from Spurs because they're willing to splash out six to five million on Harry Maguire, but they've been targeting Alderweireld for God knows how long, and Spurs are just refusing to let him go for a reasonable fee. Um, Tottenham are well known. Well, Daniel Levy's well known for not letting anyone really leave for that cheap. So I don't think yeah. United paying 65 mil for Harry Maguire will even register with Tottenham. I don't think they'll be bothered about it, to be honest. No. Do you not think? You think they're just more interested yeah, in holding on to Harry Fair enough. Um, well, they're going to have to act fast anyway. I'd... To, uh... To get him because there's not long left. I don't think he'd even sign for United, Harry Maguire. I don't. I don't think he'll suit Jose's style no. of play or anything. I'd, they don't like, play from. But one one point I have heard that was actually quite interesting is look at the teams where Jose's managed. He's always had a set up defense yeah. for him. Like when he came to Chelsea, he had Terry and. Uh, Carvalho. Faye brought Carvalho when he got there. He he signed Carvalho. It wasn't already a set defence. Yeah, but they they were two solid, strong centre backs. Like he brought someone yeah. across that he knew, and that was a good, strong centre back, and that was it. It was sorted. He never really had to okay, sign yeah. any of the centre backs. And when those centre backs that he um he desires leave or retire or anything like that, that's when he starts declining because he's not got those okay, solid centre-backs yeah. anymore. I can understand that. So I think this is maybe why he's trying to get someone in that he can nurture. But he's already tried that with players like Lindelof. Yeah. Um, who else has he brought in? Rojo. Uh, it is a bit torn with Smalling. I don't even think no, he likes it, Smalling particularly. He's not happy with his defence, but like I said, I don't think Harry Maguire's... Yeah. Yeah, who would you say is a right fit for that defense? If you was to just uh, pluck a name, my out. first thought was straight to Rafa Varane from Real Madrid, but I think yeah, or Umtiti maybe. Uh, Umtiti and Bayi would be a good good partnership. I think. I, I quite like Bayi. It's just he had quite yeah. a few injuries last season and whatnot, but I don't know. They need an absolute leader in it. A really assured yeah. centre back in that team. They just like if you were to name United starting eleven, you'd really you'd struggle to name us a, a leader. Well, not leader as such, but it's just the defence. You couldn't name who would guarantee yeah. play week in week out that United defence. But like I said, I don't think Maguire's the correct answer. I think Alderweireld's a better choice for United than Maguire. Yeah. Is a is a lot more stable. Yeah, Alderweireld. Harry Maguire's had a brilliant World Cup. Don't take that away from him, but he wasn't a standout defender for Leicester throughout the season. He had moments, and he is a good defender in his own right. But he was never a standout defender. You wouldn't watch a Leicester game and think, "Oh my God, that defender is the best I've seen in a long time." Um, Whereas some games, Alderweireld has those moments where you think he's unbeatable. This game, like he is stopping them scoring alone, yeah. like. There's a there's a difference in that, and I think and I think that's why Alderweireld is a better move for him to make. Uh, like I said, I think Alderweireld's a stronger choice. Well, fair United just need to get rid yeah. of Mourinho, get Pochettino in, then he could just bring his Tottenham players across United. <laughs> United will probably win the league. So yeah, <laughs> Harry Kane and Lukaku up front. <laughs> just drop Lukaku. Um, but, yeah. 
Yeah, get, get rid. Uh, it could be interesting to see who Maguire, a.k.a. Slabhead, is actually playing for come the first game of the season because it is United against Leicester. I still think he'll be at Leicester. Yeah, I don't think Leicester are going to be prepared to let him go. Um, unless they think they're getting it. If Man United pay £65 million, Leicester will yeah, be laughing. All the way to the bank, they could buy three or four um, players with that amount of money that would suit their team. Easily. He is favourite to stay at Leicester. Four to nine. There you go. There you go. Four to nine, stay at Leicester, so don't put your money on it. (laughs) On the transfer, I mean. Uh, Chelsea have told AC Milan they'll have to pay around £62 million for Alvaro Morata. Um... Milan don't really seem too keen to splash out that heavily on Morata, and they value the player at around no more than forty million. Um, the Milan are also one of the ones that are interested in getting Higuain from Juventus, or possibly even Falcao from Monaco, as like to bring in okay. as a main striking option yeah. for Milan next season. Um, but I was thinking that Milan could potentially screw Chelsea over. Um, to stall on on a fair few bids, okay. um, like decisions for Morata, which would fund a move for Chelsea to go buy Higuain, because obviously they get however much money they would for Morata to go yeah. buy Higuain from Juventus. Um, but if Milan just waited until the end of the transfer window, then they could just swoop in for Higuain. But it just all depends on how desperate Chelsea actually get well, to sign players. Well, from the looks of it, Chelsea will quite lose in Couture and Hazard anyway, so I'm sure those sales will probably fund a move for True. Higuain anyway. So I don't think it'll be a case of them worrying about... Saying that, though, deal. just before recording... Mm. I quickly had a quick flick through Sky Sports and there's a a piece on there saying that Chelsea are ending talks with Real Madrid over Courtois until they find a replacement as Jordan Pickford is entering contract negotiations with Everton. Okay. So I think maybe Chelsea could turn their attention to one and only Jack Butland, do you reckon? Jack Butland is Chelsea's number one? Or Rob Green, they've got options. <laughs> Imagine if Rob Green started the season for Chelsea. <laughs> I could, like, like I said it weeks ago, I could, I could imagine Butland being Liverpool's number one, not Chelsea's. Chelsea's number one. I, I no, think, I don't think he'd suit Chelsea. I know that's weird to say for a goalkeeper, but I really can't see him at Chelsea. I think Chelsea would be more inclined to buy a higher-profile goalkeeper. Yeah. So, obviously, Italian manager, they might end up going for Donnarumma or someone like that, or trying to prize him away from AC, but then getting someone from AC, unless they did a part exchange for him and Murata sort of deal, but yeah. I don't think AC might give up Donnarumma. I don't know. I don't think they would. Not if, um, unless it was some sort of deal with Murata, I can't see it happening. But why would you swap a goalkeeper for a striker as well? It just don't make sense. Well, it depends um, if just depends on 101 different variables. You just don't know, do you? Mm. But uh, Chelsea's hopes for Higuain, they might want to get a move on with it if they're hoping to sign him. Cause yeah, of course. Obviously, Giroud is maybe looking at a loan move to Atletico Madrid as well, which has okay. um, crept out. 
Um, yeah. But I believe Chelsea are wanting to sell him, but Atletico Madrid only want to loan him with an option to buy him at the end. Um, well, if Chelsea do lose Giroud, they definitely need another striker and just as a backup. Oh, well, to be fair, Batshuayi will be back. will be back, yeah. I think but he still, deserves a chance, you know. Batshuayi or even Tammy Abraham, because he'll be back there as well. I don't think Abraham's good enough for that Chelsea team. He, need, he needs the minutes, though. Then again, yeah, get him on loan to Newcastle. Oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that'll be a good shout. Get him out on loan to Newcastle. That's a, it's. I think it's a better suited club to Tammy Ra- Newcastle yeah. rather than Chelsea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, speaking of Newcastle, okay. they have completed the signing. That's right. They've completed the signing. Just, just one more time. They have completed a signing of Swiss international Scar? 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 It's not the bad Shah. guy. It's not the bad guy from Lion King. <laughs> um, Newcastle activated a £3 million release clause in his contract with Deportivo La Coruña. La there you go. Uh, he's a ball-playing defender, which seems Ooh. to be the in thing at the minute. Yeah. Obviously, we see Harry Maguire do it all the time for England. It's just sensational. Slabhead, you mean? Um, yes, slabhead. Good old slabhead. Can't forget that. Um, but overall, though, I think he should do well underneath Benitez. Could prove to be quite a steal for just £3 million. Um, yeah, he's... He's got quite a bit of international record with Switzerland, yeah. 42 caps. He's got seven goals as well from a centre-back, yeah. which is it's it's a bad return. He gets it's involved. Like, it's a goal every four and a half to five games, yeah. that pretty much off the top of my head. So it's it's decent ratio, that, for a centre-back. So he might, he might pop up with a few goals. He might be a good partner for Jamal Lascelles at the back. Well, oh, yeah, because they've lost um, Chensel and Bemba, haven't they? They sold him yeah. last week, something like Two, that. And... Andalect? I can't remember, I can't remember where it went. Last week. He's gone off somewhere, hasn't he? Um, yeah. They've also gone in for Yoshinori, Yoshinori Muto of uh, Mainz. Yoshimitsu. 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 <laughs> Yoshimitsu. He is no, a striker, but I don't know about him. I don't know about you. Um, no, no tiny bit. Like... Funny enough, international record. 25 caps. How many goals do you think he's scored? Zero. More. Um, one. More. Five. Less. Three. <laughs> Less. Two. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So his international record's not great. Um, he'll fit record... right in at Newcastle then. <laughs> right. Well, his record for Mains. 66 games. How many goals? 48. Oh, God, less. Oh, um, 12. <laughs> More. 25? Yes. 20? Yes. Oh, there you go. So to go every three games for mains, so... I don't know if we'll get better service of a Newcastle team, but if fair, I don't think mains have got a John Joe Shelby in the team, so he might be able to... Good old John Joe pinging him in. He might be able to get a few goals. Well, he can't do any worse than Hostelou and Dwight Gale, so... There you go, exactly. Gale could be on his way out as well. Yeah, no, back to um, the championship where he belongs. 
Yes, definitely. Uh, Fulham completed the two-year loan signing of Andre Schirler. Pop quiz for you, Matt. Loan. Excellent loan. What? Pub quiz? Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Who was the last German player to score a hat-trick in the Premier League? Ooh. Um, last German player to score a hat trick. Let's think of German German strikers. No, we're talking about him now. Who's Andre Schirler? Andre Schirler for Chelsea against Fulham. Oh, I thought that would be a trick there. I was like, <laughs> no. Um. But in all seriousness, this could honestly be, we were speaking about this earlier today, yeah. Matt, this could really be the signing of the season. I think it's a great signing, this. It's it's only a two-year loan, but I'm sure Fulham aren't stupid and they must have inserted some form of intent to buy after loan has expired because I am sure by that point it'll be surplus to replace. Requirements at Dortmund. I, I'd, ass- I'd assume that his contract expires in two years, and they're just covering his wage. Well. I'd assume, unless yeah. there's three years left on his deal, and they've got a a fee at the end of and end of the two years. I'd assume it'd be yeah. those ways. But brilliant sign. It's a good show of intent from Fulham. <clears throat> yeah. Really is. Imagine him and Sessing Young oh, the same team. Poor Sessing Young. <laughs> uh, sticking with Fulham, though, they've completed the signing of Newcastle striker Mitrovic for twenty-two million pounds, rising to twenty-seven million. Uh, scored twelve twelve goals in twenty games for Fulham whilst he was on loan last season. Obviously, joined them in about January, I think it was. Uh. Sounds about right. Newcastle get 20-odd mil and they spend three mil of it. Yeah, like my typical. Thanks for the um, budgets there. But anywho, um, <laughs> decent smell. I can, obviously, I can see why Fulham have gone for him because he had such oh, yeah, he had a good smell there last season. Still, I've always quite liked uh, Mitrovic. And I don't think he got the proper chance at Newcastle or the, t- the system didn't suit him properly. I just don't know yeah. about it. It doesn't seem to be a good, mic, a good match, sorry. But... Obviously, Mitrovic I think with the attacking flair that Fulham have got, yeah. it helps him a lot. Schirler and Mitrovic up front, or Schirler just off him. Fulham could... With Sesson Young on wing. Oh, Damage! Sesson Young. Kenny and that. Oh, oh God. Oh, yes. <laughs> Many people have asked if this could now fund Newcastle's hopes to sign Townsend from Palace. But they seem to have turned their attention to Rondon from West Brom, who is believed to have a 16.5 million release clause in his contract, which isn't quite the the transfer record of Newcastle, but uh, not far off. Um, it's reported that the deal for Rondon could see Dwight Gale head in the other direction in either a player plus cash deal yeah. or a straight loan to the club providing the deal goes yeah. through for Rondon to Newcastle. Not sure if I said it on the podcast, but I did, I'm sure I've said to people that I thought Rondon would end up at Newcastle earlier on this year. So this doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I think Rondon has shown that he's a good player, like, 
I was saying to you earlier today, his game against Everton, he had a great game by breaking a player's leg. He had a really good game in that. It was just yes. Yeah, he, de- he definitely. Sh- it, it was unfortunate that leg break. It was. It wasn't intentional. He was taking a shot, and it was James McCarthy. Yeah, it wasn't was, it? but he's shown quality, and he's shown that he can do it at this level. So I actually think it's quite a bit of good business for Newcastle getting Rondon in. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Honestly, it's a good deal. Um, if Mitrovic can provide what he did last season yep. for Fulham, like he was a real impact on that push Absolutely. for the playoffs. Um. He could definitely be an asset for the survival this season, if not pushing mid-table. I think Fulham will do all right. I think Fulham might surprise a few teams because... Well, usually your your playoff winner is the one that does the best. Yeah, I know, because... Maybe not Huddersfield in that account, but usually your playoff winner surprises a few. Because they're quite an unknown quantity. I know it's modern day, teams get scouted very thoroughly, but... Still, I think Fulham will be like an unknown quantity. They'll come up and they will surprise some teams, I think, yeah. Fulham. I think out of the three promoted teams, I think they'll do the... Oh, before I say that, there is Wolves. Mm. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. They've but... made a lot of signings. <laughs> yeah, they're all Portuguese. They all play in the national team. True. Too, they'll be fine. <laughs> Good point. I like it. <laughs> but no, Wolves have got definitely a lot of players brought in at once. So I think Fulham... I don't know. Wolves Wolves have spent very wise. Like Yao Martino yes. for five million pounds is oh, the a, money a deal. The money and the deals and whatever they're doing behind the scenes at Wolves is working. Yes. They're getting some value for money. Absolutely. Wolves might be quite a surprise package next season. Well, this season I should say. They definitely could. Definitely. Well, we best move on to our predictions. Oh. And we will drop all the way down to League Two to start with. Okay. So, how we're going to do this is we're going to do predictions for League Two, League One, Championship, Premier League. Okay. Right? And we're going to do a playoff winner for each league. Yep. Um, Obviously, for League Two, we do first, second and third. League One, first and second. Championship, first and second as well. And then we're going to do Premier League relegation and Premier League top four. Okay. And then we're going to do things like Golden Boot and stuff like that for the Premier League. Okay. Does that sound good to you? I'm happy to do this. Good. So why don't we start with League Two playoff winner? Who are you going with? Oldham. Oldham. Yes. I've gone Northampton. Oh, okay. okay. I think they might do, do some damage this season. Okay. What about third place for League Two? Who are you going with? Notts County. Oh, snap! Notts County. <laughs> Notts County. I actually had Notts County in third last season as well. So Okay. No, Should... I've got Notts County third for this one. Nice. What about second place? Who have you got? Mansfield. Oh, I've gone Lincoln. Okay. Lincoln aren't in a bad shop, to be fair. I did toy with the idea of Lincoln, but I went Mansfield. And how about first place? McDonald's. Same McDonald's. Yes. I like I like MK Dons. That none of us have got Exeter in there. I was toying with the idea of Exeter because obviously they've had two disappointments in playoffs, but I think it's either going to go one way or the other with them this season. They're either yeah. going to go the whole way or they'll just fade. I was torn with uh, Stevenage as well. Well, you're not torn with Carlisle. No, mate. <laughs> not remotely. <laughs> well, hence why they're not in my predictions. They have been for the world last season. You uh, put them for the playoffs, didn't you, last season? And the year before, I had them down <laughs> to win the league on like 
my own personal <sighs> bets and yeah, they were top for a while. Then they choked, but no, Carlisle. Yeah. I don't see them doing much this season. Too truthful. Relegation, perhaps. I don't want to say it, but I wouldn't rule it out at the moment. They need to make a few more signings. <laughs> we've lost. We've lost. Hey, you've got with Regan Slater. Yeah, what do you do? We lost Nicky Adams. <laughs> Reggie and Arthur. We've, we've lost quite a few players in this pre-season, and we've we've got. Like most of our pre-season games, our squads are being filled with youth players because we just haven't got a big enough squad at the moment. We we're desperate yeah. for another centre back. I think we need another striker. We need another winger. Forget if we get if we get three or four players in before the end of the transfer window, we might be able to push towards the playoffs potentially. But still needs a bit of work done this team. But got a good manager now, John Sheridan. So he's proven at yeah. this level, which is good. There we go. There we go. But there is uh, League 2 predictions anyway. Uh, League 1 playoff. Who have you gone with? Pompey. Oh, I've gone Sunderland for playoff. They get relegated again. That's what you're doing. <laughs> what about second place? Who have you gone with? Charlton. I've gone Portsmouth oh, for second place. Nice. Nice. And what about the winner of League 1? The Tykes, Barnsley. 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 I've only gone and gone Barnsley and all. So have we picked well, have we gone for both same league winners so far? We have, yeah. Both of us league winners. This is and we've we've all had two teams that are the same around that yeah. mark. So I think we're on the same wavelength this season. I think yeah, we're until uh, the championship comes each other. Oh here we go then. <laughs> championship playoff, who have you gone with? Derby County. I've gone Swansea for playoff. Okay. Okay. Second place, Leeds. West Brom, I've gone with. Okay. And what about first place? Well, we definitely can't match this because I've got West Brom top. Oh, I've got Borough at the top. Borough, okay. Borough Asombalonga. <laughs> you said that wrong there, I think, bud. Asombalonga. Oh, no, it sounded, no, no, maybe you did say it right. I'm just used to it saying wrong. Brit, so. Brit Asombalonga. Yeah, say, that's right. Say it three times fast. British on Belonga, British on Belonga, British on Belonga. Oh my god! <laughs> well done. I'm really, really, really proud of myself. Yeah, well there, I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, well, we're into the danger zone now. Anyway, mm. it's the Premier League. Okay. Premier League relegation. Who's finishing rock bottom? Cardiff. <laughs> I've gone Cardiff as well. Yeah, I can't sit past it to be truthful. What about nineteenth? Huddersfield. I've gone Huddersfield as well. <laughs> oh, it's all down to this now. <laughs> remember, my prediction, a... remember my prediction last season about Stoke? Yes. This season turn, it'll be Bournemouth. Do you know what? Last season, I put Swansea to finish in this position yeah. on the last, like, last game of the season. Okay, right. This season, I've gone Watford. Okay. Last game of the season in a scrap with Bournemouth. <laughs> I could see the Watford thing, to be fair. I could see that, but Bournemouth for me. Interesting that we've got two decent teams from the Premier League there. That, um, could always, there always seems to be one team that just gets comfortable. Yeah. It's Bournemouth's turn. Yeah. Yeah. Bournemouth have been coasting it a couple of years, haven't they? Last year they had a bit of a scare. Yeah. Um, but they managed to pull themselves out of it, so it's not a bad shout. Okay. Um, Premier League top 
four. We'll start with fourth place. This was whole re- top four has been really hard. Same, this was like, really hard I've, to pick. Ridiculous. Because obviously we've we've known we've been doing this for like a week or so. So I've been thinking of this over and over again. I've changed my mind so many times. Yeah. Like there's been many of them that I've not had United in it. I've not had Chelsea in it. I've had this, that, and the other. But right, yeah. my final one. I've got Chelsea fourth. Do you know where I've gone with fourth? You might not agree with me, but I'm just going Arsenal. out there and saying it. I've put Arsenal. Um, I honestly think there could be some changes at Arsenal. They've made some decent signings for the right positions yeah, where they struggled. Um, and I, I think we could start seeing a rebuild at Arsenal. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you going with them for fourth because I tied with that myself. It's just the fact that I was like, I just don't know. But I, it's quite unpredictable. But I just went yeah. with Chelsea in the end. But I could easily see Arsenal being fourth. I could see it happening. No, I'm, glad, I'm glad you don't disagree then. That's no, fine. I'm not, not <laughs> going to disagree with you. Third place. Who have you gone for? United. Ooh. In the end, I went United. I'm... I was really strongly not going to have them in whatsoever, but it's Man United. You can't just rule them out. So I've chucked them out. Third. I did. I did put in brackets next to Arsenal, really close with United, but yeah. I chucked him out. Um, go I've gone third. Spurs for third. The only thing that's putting me off Spurs a little bit is the fact is the lack of transfers, but yeah. their team is but their starting eleven is a strong starting eleven anyways. It's, it's just a really strong team. Um like you won't really want to make too many signings to to like unedge that team. Yeah, yeah disrupt it. Yeah, you don't you don't really want to do too much damage to it. They need a backup for Harry Kane, a consistent backup. Um that's not Laurenti because it didn't really do anything for him last season. No, Laurenti's not the answer, but um, they desperately need the a thing, backup striker. The, thing, the thing is, though, with Tottenham, their backup striker is definitely going to be a backup striker. What what strikers of that level will they be able to get who will just accept knowing they will be on the bench? Because Harry Kane's Harry Kane. Andy Carroll. <laughs> um, mate, that's not actually a bad shout. <laughs> He's used to sitting on bench. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad shout to be true. Andy Carroll is a backup striker for Tottenham if he can keep his fitness. But oh, yeah, true. There you go. An accidental um, yeah. good shout. You're trying to be, you're trying <laughs> um, to be funny now. I was like, actually, you know what? Yeah, I was. I was trying, I genuinely trying to be funny, but <laughs> thinking about it, it wouldn't no. be too bad. <laughs> um, what about second place? Who've you got? I'm gonna guess that me and you've got first and second the same here. Well, it, there's guess. not really much competition, okay. is there? Second is Liverpool. Yes. And who we're not gonna knock out of the top four, Matt? Who who's invincible in that top four right now? Burnley. <laughs> Burnley win the title. No City, obviously. Yeah, we've gone first and second City Liverpool. Yeah. Um, no Spurs in your top four is that because of the signings thing that you're on about yeah I don't think they're not going to have a poor season or anything but I just think they might get knocked to fifth yeah like it'll be tight I just there's rumours that they will end up making a side it's tough I'm going to have to Gareth Bale it's just nothing's happening <laughs> yeah it's it's um, Levy though isn't it Daniel Levy yeah yeah he's He's if he his money. He's a bit like uh, Mike Ashley in a way. Yeah, um, I, I know what you but, mean. 
it's scared to break yeah. um, budget and whatnot. So that will well, yeah, yeah. But Tottenham could Tottenham like so, I said Tottenham, like I said the amount of times I've changed this. I did have Tottenham and Arsenal in my top four at some points while doing this prediction, but yeah, I think it's gonna be really tight. I think the top six will be really tight. Well, first and but to be fair, first and second might get away a little bit, depending. But yeah, I think I think it'll be tight between Liverpool and City. I think Liverpool have strengthened where they needed to 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 really compete. I think Liverpool season. are probably done the best business so far this summer. Yeah, well, they got they've Nabikita, spent, they've spent Pino, a lot of money. Alisson, Shakiri, right. yeah, Shakiri, Alisson, Becker, and like yeah, the, yeah. they've made some good, done good business. They have done good mm. business. I still think Risk. I still think they could probably do with another centre back, maybe unless Joe Gomez yes. will really develop this season. Which, for England's sake, I hope he does because I think he's got the potential to. Mate, Harry Maguire, John Stones, and Joe Gomez. Oh, yes, please. Yes, please, indeed. But you just take Kyle Walker out the back three. Oh, actually, oh, I don't know. Ah. I don't know actually. It's another option, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that that idea though. To be fair though, was it Gomez? Was he man of the match or pretty much had a great game against? It was a friendly against. Was it Brazil? Oh, was it Brazil? Or was it Germany? I can't remember. He kept Neymar. It was Brazil. Yeah, it was Brazil. But after the Neymar thing, yeah. Gomez was class that game. So I think he's got potential. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, he had a bad injury, didn't he? Which ruled him out for a fair bit. It's probably ruled him out of the World Cup as well. So yeah, uh, Liverpool obviously have the likes of. Um... The Ox back. Um, he had a really good. Isn't he still going to be good quite spell a while with Ox? Is is in recovery? Is is training again? Okay, I, think. I thought it was still a bit long. I don't know if he's doing full training. I think he's just easing himself back into it. Okay. I think it might be like early September, maybe That's when he comes back. Then I thought it, it was but... longer for some reason, but okay. It might it might still be longer. I'm just I'm just okay. guessing, but seeing from his social media posts and whatnot, is is training quite heavily in the in the gym yeah. in the exercise area <laughs> um so that's his premier league top four we've gone with city for yes. the winners and liverpool second Absolutely. i think it's going to be close between them yeah really I, do like i said i think liverpool might have caught them a little bit but i still think city will be too much yeah like city haven't really changed the team have they let's be serious they've added Mares. They've got the top five assists. Uh, the players have got the, the most assists in the top five. Imagine, like, imagine being a striker in that team. Anyone you could fire anyone up front, they'll probably get a few goals that exactly. season. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so let's run through some other little things that we could predict. Okay. Golden boot winner for the Premier League. Sir Harry Kane. You're going for Sir Harry? No question yeah, about that. Um. I, I was tempted to go with Harry, Qua- Harry Kane, <laughs> not Quinn. <laughs> um, but I've gone with Aubameyang. Oh, God. That's out of the just box. Because, purely because it took him just 13 games to reach double figures in an Arsenal team that was pretty much lost for about 34 games last season. Yeah. And if, if Arsenal are going to push and do well, which I'm hoping, I think Aubameyang will be a key to that. Being up front, yeah. No, I I can see where you're coming from. I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, what about Golden Glove in the Premier League? Edison. I've gone Allison. 
Okay. Fairly, matches of predictions though first and second yeah, and goalkeepers yeah. around so, that mark City, I think City will win the league so I think Edison will just naturally get yeah. golden glove due to that fair enough player of the season can we really look past the little Belgian De Bruyne nope I, I just, like I had a feeling you'd go for him and so have I <laughs> I can't look past him um, no, no, can I? if Hazard stays or goes don't know maybe he could get it yeah, that that was the other person I was thinking was Hazard, the Chelsea, because he's top draw. He is world, world, world class. Eden yeah. Hazard. What about young player of the season? Gabriel Jesus. Jesus. See, I had three players in mind for this, and I was really torn between okay. which one I was going to pick. You've picked one of them, okay. which is Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Mine that I've. Asked... They're not all City players now. Sorry. They're not all City players, are no, they? No, they're not. Two are. One isn't. Um, the one that I've actually picked is Leroy Sane. And then the third... Yeah, that's understandable. ...that I, I believe will do really well is Ryan Sessegnon, which I'm sure you agree with. It's a, it's a close call with them. Are we going to make a bold prediction and think he'll get his first England cap this this year, Ryan Sessegnon? Mate, I'm, I'm saying bad I games in... Before end of year, he'll have his first cap. This is my double. If I could find this on Skybet, this would be my double right now. Sancho and Sessignon, both again England cap before the end that of the season. That is a good call. Good, good call. What about Luckman as well? He deserves it, but it just depends how he does it with Everton this season. Luckman's not a bad shout, but obviously he's had one spell at Everton, but yeah. he wasn't he didn't set the world alight, but obviously he was at RBL last season and he's got a fair few goals in the Bundesliga, so he might have developed. Mm. Some good young blood. Other achieving team in the Premier League. Fulham. I'd literally just about to say this was quite a hard one to pick. Fulham. Um <laughs> I've gone Newcastle. And I've, okay. I've put that they'll finish 7th or 8th. <laughs> so it's, it's a bold one. But they finished 10th <laughs> with the, the players that they had and still yeah, got. <laughs> they finished 10th for championship squad-like, but they've not really improved that much. No disrespect. It, it depends what goes down with Rondon and yeah, things like that. Um, I but don't know if it's enough. If if Rafa doesn't stay there and leaves or or something goes down, they don't get the signings that they need. I definitely agree with you with Fulham. Yeah, I think Fulham. They've Fulham made some nice, do some crude signings like just Shirley, mate. Shirley, unbelievable. I think unbelievable. Them a lot. The other uh, one maybe about... could be Wolves, but yes, but Wolves are sort of expected to do well yes. with the players that they signed. Exactly, so it kind of so rules them out of that category. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what about underachieving team? Leicester. Leicester. I think that's a good shout. Lost Mares. Yeah. Possibly losing Maguire, but most likely to stay. Wouldn't surprise me if they finished about 15 for something this season. I don't think they'll go down, but I think 15, 14, they could easily. Leicester, I see them as like, they could potentially get eight. Yeah. Seven for eight. Leicester, so... Fair enough. I've gone with Chelsea. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to finish bottom half of the table or anything like that, but I I just think, if especially if they hold on to Hazard and Courtois, I just think they should be in that top four. Should be, without a doubt, with the players that they've got. 
Um, but I just yeah. can't see him making top four. Like, I really can't. Um, I haven't got Europe, stuff like that. New manager, new system, new setup. I think depends if they if they keep Hazard, Courtois, or it depends if they do go how they reinvest. There's a few different reasons why Chelsea may finish top four or may not finish top four. It's mm. just, I don't know. It, it were a tough one to pick this one. I really struggled with it. But I do think Chelsea yeah. are not going to be quite as good as what they were. Um, maybe we'll start seeing a decline in Chelsea now and a, a rise in Arsenal, which really angered Chelsea fans. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, what about the first managerial sacking? Obviously, we had Frank De Boer last season who lasted a magnificent four, four games. games. Who do you think it'll be this season that gets sacked first? Uh, Neil Warnock. Do you know what? I was torn between Warnock and my selection. Warnock is a good shout. And if, if judging by his predictions, we Cardiff to finish rock bottom, could mm. see it happening. I've gone with Javi Garcia of Watford. Yeah, I could see that. Um, if if teams like Huddersfield and Brighton and even Bournemouth struggle, can't see them sacking the managers. No. Wagner, uh, Hugh and, and Eddie Howe are all loved at the clubs that they're at, regardless where they finish. Like Huddersfield survived last season fairly late on. Like it was, yeah, it was yeah. a tough draw out for Huddersfield. They weren't expected to stay in the Premier League. They were did to finish rock bottom. Brighton were expected to finish near that end as well. And Bournemouth were also expected to finish down that end beginning of last season. Yeah. And they all survived. And I think if they went down this season, any one of those teams, it wouldn't sort of be a surprise. No, no, no disrespect to them, but the managers are doing what they can with the funds that they've got. They're never going to be able to compete with the bigger, stronger teams. Absolutely. So, I understand that. Like, your Wolves have just come up and spending money and money, 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 money. Huddersfield, Bournemouth and... Uh, like, Bournemouth's only signing this season has been David Brooks from Sheffield United. And he's rubbish. Shut up. £11.5 <laughs> for him on a player that he's was rubbish. in and out of our squad all season. <laughs> It, it was a good, he is a good player, don't get me wrong. For Sheffield United. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, he's, he's a good rubbish. player for Sheffield United. Yeah. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um, but never know if, if he, I don't think he'll get any game time for Bournemouth. I don't even well, see what Well, if, if they've spent that sort of money, he's bound to get game time. The only shining light Bournemouth have got is Lewis Cook, who is class. Yeah. They've obviously got Josh King, Callum Wilson. They have got some good players. Just I don't know. I just think they, just, they need to have spent more. That's why I've got them 18 for the yeah. league. Well, there you go. And finally, when will Pards and or Big Sam be back? Uh... Obviously, Pards is Alan Pardew and Big Sam Sam Allardyce, for those who don't know but you should know. <laughs> so, so, it's a relegation battle. I'm going to go November. Do you know what? I was going to put November, but I've put before the end of the January transfer window. Okay. I, I was thinking November, but I thought, is that too soon? Don't know. Because um, for Cardiff. me, personally, if I was the owner of a club, that is far too soon to be sacking your manager. 
Well, Crystal Palace did it and they survived. So. <laughs> yeah, but when you get good old Wyin, you're always going to survive, aren't you? Exactly. <laughs> when you get good old Big Sam in, you're going to survive, aren't you? True. All pards. Oh, no, Pards took West Brom down, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I know. Pardiola. Uh, didn't quite go to plan that one. No, not at all. Well, that's his uh, predictions done and out the way. So now we just need to wait for the football to start. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. Nearly there. There's something that I need to discuss with the listeners, Matt. Okay. Can you remember this? <laughs> Yes. Well, you'll be pleased to know it's going. Oh, thank God. It's gone. <laughs> but for this season, what I want someone to do out there listening is between me and Matt, we make some bizarre noises like this. <laughs> we we do make some really weird noises, whether it's during sentences, after sentences, whatever, we make weird noises. But I want you to find me one. Let me know, and I will get that, and I will use it a lot <laughs> over the next season and abuse whoever it is that um, provides us with such beauty, such as... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to miss it. I've got to <laughs> gonna abuse it. I am. Um, it's my, my favourite stuff. definitely not. No. But it is gone. You're free now, Matt. You'll never hear it again. I guarantee you'll play it one more time. I've, I've just taken it off the soundboard. It is gone. Okay. It is no more. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you would like to get in touch, you can do so by tweeting us using the handle at Footy Foundry. That's F-O-O-T-I-E. Or you can find us on Facebook by searching the Football Foundry. You can let us know your predictions on there. Or even if you think we've made an absolute howler with some of our predictions, give us some abuse. Stick it to us. Um, <laughs> we've got a website as well, Matt. www.thefootballfoundry.com uh, <laughs> Um, also be sure to give our partners a beautiful game network some love by following them on twitter using the handle at the bgnfm finally a huge thanks to our sponsors roughneck scarves the official scarf supplier of the mls usl and us soccer get yourselves a custom made scarf for your team at roughneckscarves.com and also just one final thing to say to you all before we leave. This upcoming season will be our second season doing this Football Foundry podcast. And we want to thank everyone so far that supported us throughout last season and even throughout the World Cup that we've just done. Um, heading into this new season, we are going to be pushing for bigger and better things, more competitions, more prizes, more ways for you to get involved and win some goodies and even come on the show and take part in home and away and things like that. There'll be opportunities for everyone. But all we do ask is that you leave us a little review on iTunes or whatever you listen to the podcast on. That would be much appreciated. And we do read all of them and we appreciate every single one we get, don't we, Matt? Absolutely. There we go. So we will be with you next week with some Football League action and Eagerly awaiting that Premier League start. Yes. Cannot wait. Yes. It's going to be good. Yes. It's 
gonna be good. <laughs> We're nearly there. We're nearly there. <laughs> so once again, thanks for supporting us throughout last season and the World Thank Cup. You. And let's look ahead to the new season. So, Matt, say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. You actually did it this time. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say goodbye now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>